So tomorrow I say we check out this biker bar, do a little deep cover. Sounds good. Who does your wig work? I'm sorry, my what? Your wig work, your undercover work, you know, your disguises. You, you have a wig guy? Oh yeah, he's incredible. Well, if it isn't Sonny and Cher. Sonny and Cher. Sit on it, Manetti. Oh, me sit on it. Yeah, you sit on it. Oh, why don't you sit on it, Stasky? How's that sound? <laughs> you wish, because I'm never sitting on it, ever. That's not what I heard. <laughs> You're listening to Bo and Dave's Excellent Podcast, Chicago's Podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Bill and Dave Show or Facebook.com forward slash The Bill and Dave Show. Buckle up, bitches. It's about to get juicy. This is episode number 98, Bill and Dave's Excellent Podcast. My name is Dave. I'm flying solo. It's a beautiful summer here in Chicago. I hope you had a chance to check out the uh, Field of Dreams game, White Sox against the Yankees in Iowa with the corn in the background. Super cool to see the hometown guys out there uh, representing, and uh, I'm a big Sox fan too, so that's kind of cool. We've got a great show for you today, so I don't want to beat around the bush. We're going to have a special guest come on, so let's get right to it. All right, we're going to go to the phones right now. We have a very talented young man. He's calling in from Vegas, beautiful, sunny Las Vegas, Nevada. He's a singer, songwriter, he's a dancer, he's an actor, and um, I'll tell you what, I'm super excited to have him because he's up and coming, and uh, welcome everybody to the podcast, Taylor McIntosh. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, dude, it is my pleasure, and first of all, I just want to congratulate you um, because the music you've been putting out is uh, is a lot of fun, and and I can't wait to dive into it. But you have so much going on. You're like a multifaceted, multi talented dude. Um, and and the thing that always uh, strikes me is the fact that you were a dancer before you were a singer. Am I wrong there? No, you're you're right. I was a dancer before I was a singer. Is and that's I feel like for guys especially. That's almost a backward. It's usually like you find somebody that can sing, and you try, and you get a team of people that tries to teach you how to dance, right? To bring something else yeah, to it. I'm really, I'm actually glad you brought that up. That's actually an interesting topic because you know, guys dancing isn't always uh, a known. You know, it's not like a big thing. Not a lot of dudes are like great dancers, and it, and I used to get kind of made fun of it for a little bit growing up, just a little bit. But 
it's one of those things where I was a dancer first and I just love dancing. My mom is a professional dancer. So she danced with the Denver Nuggets and the Denver Broncos. Like she's got a Super Bowl ring. Oh, wow. So I just, you know, I stare at that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, the Super Bowl ring. <laughs> so I learned a lot from her growing up and got into classes. And I, I think dance is just where it started. Yeah. And, and lest all you guys listening are like, oh God, a guy dancer, you know, cause you do, you get your balls busted as a guy, if you can move, right. Cause 95% of us guys can't dance. Right. It seems like, yeah. Um, I, yeah. It's, it might be a little jealousy thing, you know, cause the girls love it for definitely. sure. For sure. The and girls want your, your, the dudes to be able to dance. So yeah. And, and in my opinion, the coolest style dancing, you're like a B-boy, right? Yeah. That's why. How did you get into, how did you get into break dancing? How did you get into that? You know, I was, my mom was like throwing me into different classes just because she wanted me to try different like class stuff. And I was going to this one place. Uh, it was, it actually closed. So it doesn't even matter now. But when I was there, you know, I was learning hip hop and stuff. But one thing they had was some breaking. And I was like, breaking, break dancing. That seems sick. Especially as a little, little boy. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. I started taking it. I was just like, oh, this is, this is for me. Oh, this is for me. I already know. This is sick. <laughs> it's cool. And I think anybody who even knows even a little bit about dance, especially guys like you're, you know, you're a young man, guys, even my age, like, you know, that's the stuff we grew up watching. Like everybody wanted to be able to like slide across the stage on their head and do cool stuff like that. I mean, that's a cool uh, style of dance to learn. Is that, is that the main style that you do or do you do other types as well? That's like, that's probably the one I've done the most and the one I'm probably best at. Uh, I, I just do hip hop in general, like just being able to groove and do whatever. I like being able to glide, you know, all that. I took a tiny bit of like contemporary, like a couple times. I wouldn't call myself by any means a contemporary dancer in any way, but I've tried it. Right on. At the very least. <laughs> That's it. It's, it's good to try it, right? Because you never know. You could be amazing at it. You could love it. So I, I think it's interesting too to point out that uh, – that you were, uh, you won USA Battle of the Year, and you were on uh, NBC World of Dance. How cool is that, dude? Oh my gosh, mind blowing! I, I, I think World of Dance was a great time because you know just being able to be on TV, and I've never done any sort of like television like that. So to be like experience that was really fun, and I was just with my friends the whole time, so we were you know. But Battle of the Year for me was one of the we were gonna win. Like we were giving it our all, but you know as kids and stuff you don't really think like wow we're gonna win this so when we won it is a big deal and then when we got to go to france i mean i've never been to europe and i was just like competing with the best b-boys in the world right now yeah the right chilling with them so that was a great time (laughs) is it is it hard uh choreographing like obviously there's competitions that's one thing but when you do it on tv do you have to choreograph around like hitting certain marks for the camera to get a certain shot or do you guys just do your thing and then the producers work on the, the camera angles and stuff? You know, I think it's like a bit of both. Like yeah. they you definitely have certain marks they want you at and just in general when it comes to choreography. And then there's also like they, they might say like, don't cross this line. If you cross this line, you're out of frame. And then other times it's just, you know, we're just letting the cameras do what the camera's got to do. Yeah, yeah. As if there's not enough to worry about trying to come up with, with, a, with a cool routine. And then you're like, oh, and I got to stay in this, in this box. It's, yeah, I got to stay right here. And I, gotta, I, can't, I can't move a lot. I got to be still. You know, it's, it can be a little bit stressful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet. I bet. Well, that's, and that's awesome. So bringing it, bringing it towards the, uh, the music career, 
I think that's another thing that's hard for like guys to do is to, uh, it's one thing to like jam out or something, but, but to be a singer songwriter and put out music that you've written and that you're singing, um, and that's heartfelt, it's, uh, it's, it's not common and it can't be an easy thing to do, man. How do you, uh, how, how did you get into being a singer songwriter? Yeah, I think getting in the, into music for me was almost unorthodox because I feel like a lot of like young musicians and people kind of start young. Sure. And I didn't start even trying to write or sing. I didn't like singing growing up, actually. I wouldn't even really try to sing. Uh, I was learning piano and I didn't even like piano that much. So I wasn't even like involved in music, basically. Like I, I wanted to play basketball and I, I wanted to be like, you know, a college basketball player and hopefully get to the NBA. But I don't know, I was 16 years old and just like in those like fluke of the moments, you know, just like randomly one night, I was like, you know, I think I might try to write a song. I don't know why I felt like writing a song. I mean, I've written like pieces on the piano, but I was like, I'm actually trying to sing and write a song. And I don't know what happened. I just started writing it. It came out really quick and I just like fell in love immediately. I was just like, whoa, this is incredible. And ever since then, I've been obsessed with just songwriting and music and getting better at music. It's just, it's become my whole life. And how, how is, uh, how has your music been uh, accepted? Like, uh, amongst your friends. Cause I know, I don't know about you, but I, I know my friends, like we're the biggest ball busters around. Like we just yeah. constantly ribbing each other. Uh, do they give you honest feedback? Like, Hey man, that's really good. Or do they kind of like tease you or how did, how does that uh, interaction go? You know, I think if I, if I went to public school still, like if I was in school every day with kids, I think I would definitely be getting like, you know, a lot of shit talk all the time. Sure. It would be constant. But I, I've kept my friend circle pretty small. I mean, I my best friend, I've known him since, geez, well, I've known the kid a very long time, but we've been friends since seventh grade. So we've been together throughout our whole teenage years and we've just been best friends. And, you know, I consider him almost like a brother and he has been a, you know, just a great friend to me with my music because what I want is honesty. And he's been very honest with me and supportive. That's and that's cool. all you can ask for a friend. So he'll tell me like, you know, I didn't, if he didn't like something in a song or he didn't like the song, he tells me. But then when he likes a song, he's like, dude, I loved this song. Like, you're killing it. Keep going. Keep getting better. So for that, I'm just extremely grateful for. Yeah, you know, at first, uh, you know, when when, uh, when I when I was checking out your songs, there was one song that really stuck out to me. And and I apologize if this isn't one of your favorites, but uh, Pinky Promise kind of got, got me from the, from the beginning. And, and I'll tell you why, because I, I feel like, uh, that song really kind of showed a range, uh, that, that, that I picked up on anyway. And I know that there's other songs too, but, um, that one, for some reason there was, there was, you did some fast, almost like, I don't, I don't know, uh, almost like, uh, trying to think like an Alec Benjamin style, kind of like a fast singing. And then it kind of goes in and out of, uh, you know, the chorus. I, I thought that was a great song and the video is really cool too. Thank you. Thank you. You know, that's a funny song to bring up because my friend didn't like that song as much, but I really liked that song when I released it. So it just kind of goes to show like everyone's different tastes in music, I guess, and how everyone likes certain songs more than others. You know, I definitely was, I definitely am, I definitely am inspired by every genre out there in music. And I'm very like, I can't stick to one genre fully. I kind of like taking bits and pieces. So for me, I was kind of like, yeah, I'll try some fast stuff. And I, I just like the feel of that. You know, it's kind of Jack Johnson, Alec Benjamin, 
Ed Sheeran esque, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I picked up on that vibe a little bit, and and it's not, and it kind of jumped out. Um, it it was a lot different than than some of the other songs you had, which were really good too. Uh, my my next question was, uh, some of the guitar. Do you play your own guitar on the tracks too, or do you do you have a band that records with you? You know, on some of the songs I play my own guitar, and on some of the others I don't. So, if it's when it's acoustic guitar, a lot of the times that is me because I can play acoustic guitar really well. But other times it's my uh, producer Tommy Moralda, and he's a great. You know, he's a he does all the instrumentation. So when you, it sounds like live band, but it's just Tommy. He's really good. And then if you're look, if you're thinking about some of the electric guitar solos, that could also be uh, one of my favorite men, Ernie White, who is just we say. He's like the most talented dude you've never heard of. He is so talented at guitar. It's incredible. So on, a, on my new song, Tattooed on My Brain, at the solo near the end, that's Ernie just, just you know, going off. Just, just the whole time, he's just killing it. Yeah, I, lo- I love that. So that's the latest one, Tattoo on My Brain. And uh, I, and the lyric, the, the first lyric that, uh, that, that you sing, it, it kind of sucks you into this song. Because at first, I, I, you know, I... I I wanted to listen to the newest one, right? That's the one you want to yeah. promote. That's what we, that's the song we want to talk about, right? And um and and that one I thought lyrically like just the first the first four bars of that song uh really kind of suck you in on that. Um and I'm curious is is it something that that came quick to you or did you kind of slave over writing this song? You know, it's like the thing from, you know, sometimes you can slave and I'm one of those, I'm a, I try to be very lyric oriented where I think lyrics do matter. So I will slave for like, you know, weeks and weeks, but that, that four bars, which I'm glad you brought up. Cause that's what I wanted. I wanted to hook. I wanted it to be a really good hook to get you into the song. And I, that came very quick, actually. In fact, that was probably the first part of the song I wrote. So I was just playing that little, you know, guitar uh, riff and then, you know, I just thought of the line right there on the spot, and I was just like, "Boom, that's that, it. We're in." And I had the whole idea from there. That's so, awesome. You know, it just it just depends. Some, yeah, other songs, I'm like, I can't figure out these lyrics, uh, and I, it takes like weeks until I think of you know lyrics with at least some sort of like at least they're not cliche. I try to right. stay away from cliche as much as possible. Yeah, no, not and and I don't pick up any like cliche at all. I feel I feel like uh, every song that I've listened to, and I, I kind of went through. I didn't listen to every single uh, every single song all the way through, yeah. but I would kind of click through and what? listen to the first like. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I, I DJed for a long time, and I just I have ADD when it comes to music, so I like I flip through songs like crazy, and I wait for something to kind of grab me, and and those I'm lyrics, the same way. yeah, and it grabbed me right away. I thought I, I thought this is pretty cool and knowing that you have a goal long term to uh or not long term but maybe a shorter term than we'd like to think but you have a goal of winning a grammy someday which is an awesome goal to have and what a hell of a way to uh get yourself steered in that direction by working with uh tommy Meralda. i mean i'm pretty sure i think he was nominated for a grammy if i'm not mistaken uh Surround yourself with people that have done it and you'll be a person that does it, right? That's a, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, Tommy, Tommy was nominated for a Grammy. And I think, I don't know why I made that the goal. I think I was just thinking like, I want a goal to like really push for it. I always think like the bigger, the bigger the goal, like if you miss that goal, you end up landing bigger than some of your expectations, right? Like I can get further. So for him, you know, Grammys for me are like show, like if I win a Grammy, I made it. Like I've done what I 
but I mean, I don't want it to be the end. I want to keep pushing and finding more goals, but that's like, I think that's my goal right now. And I'm like sh- reaching, just reaching like one day, my stand up there. I'm going to be like, I did it <laughs> <laughs> right on, right on. Um, the other, another song that, uh, you recently released and, and I know your sister's on this one too. We talked about it with her a little bit last week is, uh, uh, money on your deathbed. And it's got, a uh, um, features Richie Sambora, which is, uh, obviously a rock legend. Um, how cool is it to have him participate in one of your tracks? Uh, it's unreal. And it's like, like that, like, I know you can't see my reaction for anyone who can't see I'm freaking out with my face because it is an unreal thing. Like he's literally a rock and roll hall of fame legend. Yeah. And I got him to be on my song and play guitar. So, I mean, it was just a dream come true. I don't even know how it happened, you know, like how does that even happen? So I just was so thankful and, you know, it was just great. That song was just fun to work on. Cause I was, you know, I was, playing the, the antagonist of the song. And I just wrote everything out myself real quick and it was different style than I'm used to. So I just had a blast writing it. And plus it's kind of a family affair. So right on. And, and that was something too, we, we talked to uh, Sari about was uh, cause, cause I know she writes songs too. And, and I thought this is interesting. Like, do you ever, you know, being a creative person and you're, and you're being a songwriter, you're probably always thinking the lyrics like this sounds good. Uh, how do you differentiate like, Hey, this might be something better for, uh for you than me do you ever do that all the time and it's more like thinking like what makes sense you know you just try to think about what makes sense and we both understand that like we correct each other all the time where it's like well that's that line doesn't really make sense like what are you trying to say that's the biggest thing what am i trying to say with what i'm writing right now and it's and oftentimes what's funny too is me and my sister have this thing where whenever we seem to write together i somehow end up writing her parts and she somehow ends up writing my parts <laughs> i don't understand how that happens because she's a 15 year old girl but somehow i like put these lyrics out there and it's like yeah these make sense for you <laughs> you know what though that's it sometimes it just it, it it works out that way it's that's why it's uh it's being creative right it's pretty wild um exactly uh, you guys can uh, follow. I want to make sure we get this out. Follow uh, Taylor on Instagram. It's at uh, it's uh, it's Taylor McIntosh on Instagram and Taylor D McIntosh on uh, TikTok. And uh, put make sure you give him a follow because he puts a lot of stuff out there. I mean, the TikTok videos are great, um, and and I always think it's cool. Um, my my son's a, l- a couple years older than you, and he's uh and and he's a musician too, and he'll he'll put stuff. I always get charged up when he puts something out because it's it's. It's. I think it's like the bravest thing you could do. Like I would never have had the guts to put myself out there like that. And and I love that you do that. And I think the more you do it, the more it's gonna take off for you. How has uh, social media been for you? And 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 the stuff that you put out there, you get good feedback back, or you get a lot of trolls. You know what? Social media is hard and great at the same time because it's like it's so difficult just to get people to see any of your my any of my music, you know, to like get people to see my music, to get people to even listen to your music, because, you know, that can be nowadays that can almost be kind of an effort to like look at someone you don't even know's music as well as but I've actually had. Oh, great feedback. I really haven't gotten any hate yet on anything. Even on my TikTok videos, it's all love. Like, and I get some of the nicest compliments I've ever received. So if anything, that just motivates me more to like keep going. And then same thing with if, if even if I got hate, I think I'm, I'm very competitive. So I'd be the type of person to be like, okay, well watch me do this then. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, the one thing I got to say is I feel like you're, you're years beyond your age and I know you're young, you're what 19, right? 
Yeah. Um, Thank I just, you. I appreciate that. I mean, you're, you're so well-spoken. You seem like such a cool cat and, and you, and, and I love the fact that you, you genuinely have a passion for what you're doing and you're not just some, uh, you know, some record company saw you, you know, at a talent show and is putting everything behind you. I mean, you're putting in the work, man, you're, you're paying your dues and, and, and that, that's going to earn you, that's going to take you far. It really is. Guys like Richie Sambora wouldn't be doing stuff with you otherwise, I think. Yeah, I really appreciate that. That really means a lot to me because it's not always easy and it's, you know, but it's what I love to do. And it's the only thing I can see myself doing for the rest of my life. And for that reason, I'll just keep trucking on, you know, keep going until it's keep going until I'm there. Right on. And, uh, so, so the new, the new single is tattooed on my brain. You can get it on Spotify or probably anywhere you get music nowadays, but uh, anywhere. anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I, I listen on Spotify, but I'm also old, so I don't know where all all you kids are getting your music now, but I, I'm sure you can get it. I like Spotify too. So yeah, yeah. It's too easy, right? It's the best. (laughs) So it's called tattoo on my brain. And if it's all right with you, Taylor, I'd like to play it at the end of uh, the interview here, if that's cool. Um, and, uh, if, if that's all right and right. right on at least at least we'll give somebody a taste of it right get them hooked but i i, I don't hopefully i don't get a lawsuit on it but you never oh, know i love that you know? um so yeah so it's I'm uh, not gonna see you. <laughs> it's uh it's taylor mcintosh on instagram uh taylor d mcintosh on tiktok taylor i can't thank you enough for giving us your time today and uh um, what's next for you? You got more music coming out? Are we, are we doing some, some acting? What's, what's the next big thing we got to look out for? Get ready for everything. Cause I'm doing acting, I'm doing dancing and music will always be coming. I'm always working on music every day. It's always going to be coming out. So just keep, just keep a lookout. <laughs> right on. It's coming. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, I appreciate it, Taylor. And, uh, yeah, best of luck to you and keep in touch, man. We'd love to follow along and, and, and watch you get that Grammy someday. Yes, for sure. Thank you so much, David. I had a blast. All right, brother. We'll talk. Peace. All right, that was Taylor McIntosh, super talented dude. Uh, Started out as a B-boy breakdancing with Break Ninjas. Uh, He was on USA Battle of the Year. They won it. Uh, He was on NBC's World of Dance. And now he's singing, singer-songwriter, super, super cool, very talented guy. He's out of Las Vegas. You can follow him on Instagram at it's Taylor McIntosh or on TikTok, Taylor D. McIntosh. And like we talked about, I'm going to uh, play a song of his here in a second. I just want to point out if there's any audio issues. We had some storms roll through, kind of messed some things up, but we worked through it. We worked through it. We're pros. We're pros. That's what we do. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Bill and Dave Show, Facebook.com slash The Bill and Dave Show. Thanks as always for listening. Let's check out Taylor McIntosh's latest single it's called tattooed on my brain it's available on spotify or anywhere you get your music and uh we'll catch you next time you put your gun up to my head it's puncturing black ink seeps through my skull you write your name in bold Why am I laying here at night Thinking about someone who left my life You were a mistake I can't erase The highs are high but the lows are low There's one thing that's for fucking show 
Please be sure to subscribe and rate us. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Bill and Dave Show or Facebook.com forward slash The Bill and Dave Show.